Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's talk about NFBC roster construction next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Thursday, December 30th. I am Frank Stample, joined by Jenny Butler. Make sure to follow her on Twitter at JennyButler830. But let's jump right in. When it comes to roster construction, the first thing you talk about basically is just evaluating the player pool and understanding position scarcity, which it seems easier said than done. I mean, on top of that, knowing what position provides statistically, right? So you, you give the example where, look, first base, more often than not, you're going to get some power. You should be able to get some decent batting average. You're not really going to get many steals. You know, outside of the pole, Goldschmidt, um, it's really, I don't know, Freddie Freeman will chip in, you know, six to eight steals, something like that. But you just, these are just things that you need to know from the top down, because as we'll talk about through the rest of this podcast, when you're creating your draft strategy, you need to know what positions can I get at what part of the draft and what are they providing me statistically so that you can ultimately create that draft strategy. So if you can talk more about that. Yeah. So, I mean, I sort I've gotten more into roster construction in the last few years because I'm not somebody I tried in the first few years that I was playing in the high stakes leagues to try and do player evaluation and do my own sort of, you know, scouting on players. And I spent a lot of time and effort and it just wasn't getting me anywhere. I wasn't getting, I wasn't any better than anybody, the next person over. So I think the way that I can differentiate myself and try to gain an advantage is by, you know, looking more into the game theory and the roster construction side of things. And that's the part that I enjoy the most anyway. So I take, you know, the player evaluation almost entirely out of it on my end. I go with projections that are provided to me. I use Seamer or ATC or the bat or master's ball. And I work with those as the starting point. And the way, you know, the way that if you're just going to use projections that everybody else has, you have to find ways to take advantage that other people aren't using. So the way that I, you know, was thinking about doing it is just, you know, trying to map out the draft as best as I could. So, you know, when you're looking at position scarcity, you know, it's real easy to say, you know, third base is shallow. Everybody says that third base is shallow. Well, you need to get maybe a little bit more in depth than that. So, you know, maybe there are some third basemen right at the top that you like. Then maybe there's a pocket, you know, in the six, seven, eight round that are also kind of interesting. Then maybe you, there are some late flyers that you can take. And you need to sort of look at each position and the ebbs and flows of what that position has to offer so that you know that if I don't get one of my very top targets, then there are these other places that I can fall back on. And when I do need to do that, what does that mean for the other positions and how I need to draft those other positions? So like, you know, if I know that I'm going to have to go with a second tier third baseman, well, what stats is that going to provide me? And then what, where do I make up for that? Like, what do I need to make sure I get at the beginning? What do I need to make sure I get at the end in order to account for the little downgrade that I'm going to get 
by taking a second tier third baseman. Yeah, and, and I thought what, what was so interesting there, what what you mentioned is, you know, just having basically a plan, you know, knowing what your top target is at each position, a backup plan. And I talked about this on the previous podcast. We had Ariel Cohen on who actually does the ATC projections. He does a fantastic mm-hmm. job. We had Ian Khan on who is seriously like one of the, the best fantasy baseball players that I've okay. ever interacted with. Um, and, and I told him that when I'm creating my salary cap strategy, my auction draft strategy, I basically choose a player that I want to target at that position, one or two players that I think project similarly, and then I'll have a backup plan, and then maybe I'll have you know another backup plan, an A, B, and a C, and, and players that you know that obviously the further you get into the draft, or you know the less money you spend on a player in an auction, that you know they're not going to give you the same level of production, but something similar, you know, like okay, I know. Let's just use Anthony Rendon, for example. We're talking about the third base position. Some people think that it's shallow. Uh, he's the last of the top you know, nine third basemen that I want as a starter on my team. If I miss out on him, who is a player later on that could provide something similar? Justin Turner, right? Justin Turner, you know, probably not going to do something far off from what Anthony Rendon would do if he's healthy. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again in the new year. Bye-bye.